to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down one movie franchise, one movie at a time. However, when Keith's away, the cue comes to play. As that's right, one Keith Swellen is no longer with us right now because he whoa, is... Whoa, what? What? Oh, oh, you didn't know? What? He, uh, he's going to the Epstein uh, Island, part deux. Wow. I thought we sent him on assignment to the Ukraine to fix things. I thought he was going to Russia to like single-handedly oh. punch Putin in the nose. He's uh he's he is one Keith Rambo. So he's Keith Rambo. Damn it. Well, either or Epstein Island, Rambo, you can you guys can decide on how he's gonna portray this uh mission of his. But it's impossible. Is, it is. So Keith is gone, so the cue comes to play. This week on fake movie experts. Q edition, we will be talking about 2002 Reign of Fire. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. So, like, this just proves that even bad movies can be pretty good when you have really good actors, doesn't it? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the man filling in for Keith when he's always gone. He is way above average. It's the chosen one, Mike Booble. I will take what Ricky said under advisement and uh, disagree vehemently. There it is. See, there it is. Okay. So, Reign of Fire 2002, starring one Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey, Gerard Butler, Isabella Scoprico. Uh, we're, uh, that's basically kind of it for the main cast. Directed by one Rob uh, Bowman. He directed the 1998 X-Files. Oh, damn. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, past Q movie, 2005's Electra. Oh, oh, that's that's quite oh, the dip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this movie has a one run time of one hour and 41 minutes. So it, like it to me felt like a good tight 90, you know. Um, have any of you seen this movie prior to watching it? It'd been a hot minute. Like, I remember watching this when it was on like HBO when it first came out and we were watching it a bunch, but it's definitely been a while since I watched it. I've never even heard of this movie. You've never heard of Reign of Fire? I never have. And when I told people that I watched it, they were like, oh my God, you're watching that movie? Like they had heard of it and were, were excited that I had to watch it. I have never heard of this movie. Um, I'm like Rick. I've seen it a couple times. I've like... I have the Blu-ray. I can tell you that I uh, pop Keith's Blu-ray cherry because I bought him this Blu-ray. He loves this movie. And I believe this was his first Blu-ray. And uh, he thoroughly enjoys this movie. Um, I The one funny thing is every time I watch this movie, I always forget that Gerard Butler is in this movie. Right? I'm like, oh, he shows up. I'm like, oh. Gerard Butler, you're in this movie. Um, also, he looks so young in this movie, but it's only four years before 300 comes out. So he like really so ad skinny. adults up yeah. in four years. Because I, I, I was looking at Bales and uh, Butler's like, like movies prior to if they've done anything. And 
like the biggest movie in I can see off Gerard Butler's um, IMDb is that he did the Dracula 2000 as Dracula. Uh, Christian Bale in the 2000, he did um, American Psycho. So he's more known for the memes and all that from American Psycho. And he was in Shaft in 2000. Which I mean, I'd run- probably say Ed TV would have been McConaughey's big thing for before this or um, The Wedding Planner, because that's a pretty popular rom-com. I can, yeah, you know, he did, you know, McConaughey tried to do his... Well, uh, I mean, his first big movie was The Time to Kill. Yeah, I was going to say the serious... Uh, Days Confused, but, you know, he goes from... Days to Confuse to uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Next Generation. A really bad horror movie. <laughs> hey, those drugs were a trip. Yes, sir. Um, and then, uh, as K- uh, Ricky was telling me, that Isabella, she was uh, in GoldenEye. Natalia. She's like that the, the pilot. No, she's yeah. the female lead. Oh, oh yeah. The, the pilot in the movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's the female lead for GoldenEye. Well, how about that? One of the few Bond movies that I know so little about besides the video game. Because I love James Bond, but I know like so little about the actual GoldenEye movie. Yeah, I, I think I've played the GoldenEye game way too many times to be be like, I know the many of the movies, so I'll wa- I've watched the movie and I'm like, I prefer the video game. <laughs> The video game, I seem to remember, had a better storyline than the actual... Like, the movie was kind of, like, jumped around a lot. The sad part is the video game plot is the movie plot. It's just better. Like, they just did it better somehow. Yeah. So, Rick, have you give us a little plot breakdown? Let's get into this movie. Boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to reign of fire the year is 2008 i think it is yep and one 12 year old uh christian bale has gone to visit his mother in a tunnel with no safety equipment and being allowed to crawl into a hole so like not really safe on this job site when digging tunnels under london they break through a wall to find dragons these dragons scorch the planet because apparently they're not very good at like farming their food apparently like they just burn the entire world destroying all their food till they get like starving and then they hibernate which was a really weird way to go about it um but yes the world gets destroyed uh christian bale gerard butler have carved out a little corner somewhere in england of survivors They meet up with an American contingent that has come to kill the dragons because they found out that there's only one male that inseminates all the females. Giggity. Uh, And yeah, then they go and try and kill the bastard. There's not a whole deep plot to Reign of Fire, by the way, guys. (laughs) Yeah, it's just dragons ruling the world. They kind of hinted at like, it's kind of why I really like the first like 40, 50 minutes of the movie because it's more interesting to like talk about like humans surviving and what they're doing to survive. And then it goes into the action part of the movie, which just kind of feels long and not as good. I I have to agree. Like I enjoyed this movie a lot. And when like the 
the scene where McConaughey is like, let's go kill the bastard. And then it turns out to be a trap. That's like the period that starts to become a little dull for me, but it's still is, entertaining, but it was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Which is weird, right? Like that's when yeah. it dives into the deep action. And yet that's when it gets super boring and like, <laughs> okay, sure. Let's just wrap up the movie. Like when it goes into an action, like a full action movie, I'm like, oh, this is kind of boring now. That's what it seemed like for me. Booble? Uh, I mean, I hated most of this movie. This, I was so bored. This movie is so terrible. The uh, I will, uh, although I will agree that the the first half of the movie, when it's story driven, is better than the third act action sequence. And then for me, the movie just ended super anticlimactically. That the final battle scene, I was like, that, that was it. That's that's how we won. All right. They really painted themselves into a corner with how they set up the ending of the movie. Because <laughs> they're just like, well, they're going to fight the super dragon that no one's been able to get to or kill. And then they're just like, one arrow in the gullet, dead. Yep. Now civilization rebuilds. Just like, it's it's kind of like how Bane like was unstoppable until Batman punched him once in the nose. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what? How the fuck is that? Uh, this movie is a in the, and if you watch the trailer for it, which I, like I remember the trailer in my head, big. Uh, it says the movie takes place in twenty eighty four, but the movie really takes place in twenty twenty twenty. I think it said right. Yeah, yeah. So, and guys, which twenty twenty would you prefer? Twenty twenty is a great year. So. Uh, the dragons, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I take dragons for the uh, you know. Yeah, uh, but like the scene of uh, McConaughey jumping with the battle axe, that is such a prominent role scene in the trailer because I think it's the last scene they show in the trailer of him like, and I was like, okay. And then when it happens, he just gets like eaten alive and it's just like, oh. It's so bizarre because like they build him up through the whole movie as being like this pretty like semi crazy, but also semi brilliant tacticianer who's kind of figured out how to be able to slaughter dragons. But he goes out jumping at it. Like, what? <laughs> Hear me out. I got a plan. McConaughey in this movie was the human embodiment of Texas. Like, I, I know his character was from Texas, but they captured Texas so well in him. Like, whenever I think of anybody from Texas, this is essentially the kind of person that I think of. Just, like, very selfish, gun nut, just psycho person who hates anybody who isn't American. They play it off, too, because when when the Americans show up, they're like, you know, Bells and uh, Butler's like, ugh, Americans. Like, they know, you know, it's like, ugh. Here comes that gun ho of a... Rad tag group. Uh, I guess during the movie, I guess uh, McConaughey wanted to be called by a uh, Van Zan on who was trying to portray the character on and off. Jeez, oh, I mean, he was like you could tell he was locked into this role. He had a blast playing this character. He was so locked in and just like he delivered he says- such a performance for what this movie was. McConaughey says that he shaved his head only because of the fact that uh, 
uh, he was losing his hair, so he just decided to shave his head. And now it looks like he's not losing his hair in current day, which is, you know. Uh, also, he was- I got to say, pretty goddamn hot Matthew McConaughey. I mean, understandably, Matthew McConaughey is just a very hot individual. But ripped, shaved head McConaughey kind of did it for me. With that beard? I mean, come on. So you prefer him over Vin Diesel? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, Vin Diesel is just like... He's family, first of all. He's yeah, family. like, yeah. it's weird to find family attractive. I mean... Not in Alabama. There's a whole category of it. Yeah, there's a category. <laughs> I mean, that's step, brother. That's different. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, it's going to move on. Uh, I guess uh, Christian Bale wanted to be super skinny and squawny for the film to, to uh, portray, you know, the suffering of... But uh, once he noticed uh, McConaughey, he's like, all right, I got to beef up for this role. And like the first time we see adult Christian Bell, he's shirtless. And looking pretty jacked. Yeah. I wonder if this role helped in a way for him to get Batman. Because like- I, actually, I was actually going to bring that up. I actually think that it did. Because he's super dark and brooding. He's really muscular. Like it's, it's the cornerstone of being Bruce Wayne. Well, it's of course going to be in Batman. Bruce Wayne, uh, very different. I, it, you know, it's, it's weird about that because he is Batman three years later, but he does the equilibrium, like the Matrix kind of, you know, uh, Gattaca Matrix combo type movie. But then he does like the Machinist, the one where he's like a hundred pounds, like yeah. he loses all his weight. That was during the time where people questioned like how insane Christian Bale was because he'd like bulk up and like literally starve himself down for roles and people are yep. like that's not healthy nope no it's not um the the scene of them killing the dragon and then like the whole town celebrating i was like okay are you guys limited on supply of like i think they're drinking water <laughs> you know like they're drinking water like it's beer and i'm like are you guys limited because you guys are just wasting all that water right now yeah, that whole scene was really weird because also like their whole existence is to be quiet and hidden, but like they kill one dragon and suddenly they're partying. Like there's like I was kind of on McConaughey's side during that scene where he's like, You guys are fucking weird. What are you doing? There's tons of these things. We've killed one. And it doesn't and- help that they have like the strobe light playing, like you know, like are you af- you're afraid of dragons, but you're basically giving away your hideout <laughs> by doing the big you know batman signal in the air yeah it was a very weird like i understand like wanting to celebrate but celebrating in that way seems so odd because they weren't shooting their guns this is true ammo. when they had the three bullets <laughs> left or whatever it was yeah more ammo Fuh. we only got three left all right make it count it's like deadpool let's count them down Yep. Um, but yeah, I like the you know the beginning of the movie was fun. You know they do the. I was so confused since I haven't seen it in a while. I forgot. I'm like, how does Christian Bill and Butler have like 600 kids and there's like no women allowed, like no women around, and it's like, oh, they just been picking them up as they've been moving around. Christian Bale first see it. a dragon. Yeah, one male allowed, baby. There it is. Um. 
I did like the scene of them doing the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, and then they're like, did you write that yourselves? Like, of course I did. That was pretty funny. It was better than Star Wars. Oh, there you and your terrible opinions. Yeah. <laughs> they're hot takes. So hot. He's just asking questions. <laughs> he just wants that beat down. Open your mind's eye, bro. We, we have, buddy. We have. <laughs> um, but yeah, this whole movie itself is just, I don't know. I, I can tell you now I, in the star ratings for Keith, he gave it, a, I think, he, when I heard him, it said a four and a quarter for him. <laughs> so that's, Jesus. he's high on this movie. He loves a good track. He also loves Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. So like, I, I was, I planned on multitasking during this because I have some, uh, uh i was i've been building some shelving and i was like you know what i'm going to uh build the shelves while watching the movie and just kind of you know i built multiple of these shelves already so i know i don't have to read the instructions so i can really watch the movie as i'm doing everything and i didn't start building the shelves until maybe halfway through the movie because i'm like all right this entrenches me but that was like the whole human dynamic part of the movie and then once the action i'm like oh i can just i can do this fine yeah i've it's weird. Like you would think in a movie like this, you were coming to it for the action, but it was so much more interesting seeing their lives and how they were surviving. And then like seeing this dynamic of this new group come in, trying to like breathe life into what was clearly a pretty downtrodden group that was feeling at like the end of their existence. And then they just went into action and I'm like, Oh, Okay. I've, for me it's kind of a first of the idea of what like what we've been saying the whole so far is like this movie alone the the drama is fantastic but when we get to the action it's like all right uh can we do more drama it's uh, also they, weird because like they set up this action where it's like there's a billion dragons in london and then the big one eats one it's like now there's one dragon i'm like okay that kind of like makes it a little lamer did they always know that they could, that's how to kill them was to shoot them in the mouth, or did they find that out later in the movie? Um, I don't understand why they nuked cities to try and kill dragons. Because, like, I, my, so my biggest part, my biggest problem with the movie was if, so either they found out later, which is fine, but if the people from Texas knew that's how you killed the dragons. What was the point of just jumping out of a plane with a net? <laughs> I think part of it was because they That's needed to get it to the they needed to get it to the ground. Like they established that the whole point of that part was to that the easiest way to kill them was on the ground because it's harder to kill them in the air. But then, like the dragons just didn't go in the air for that last yeah. bit and just, just fought them on the ground. He just chased them like T Rex, like in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Um, yeah, like they put so much effort into like the drama side of things, and then they half-assed the action so much that it was so confusing. I was trying to say, yeah, like it, it was confusing because of the idea of you know, you do the the in other dragon movies, it's like you can't pierce their skin because it's hard as a rock type, you know, that you have to somehow get it in their mouth but yeah it's just like let's just nuke the bastards good evening um 
The method by which the dragons expel fire was expired by two actual animals of the spitting cobra and the bombarder beetle. So they, the, they, you know, the deep breathing hawk and loogie. You could just say humans do it too by hawking loogies. It was, it was interesting. Like the lore they put in this to into this movie. It's like, well, you know, they had like one creates this solution that can create fire, and then another thing like ignites it. Like, and that's why the fire exists. Like, that was interesting. Like, there's so much good stuff in this movie that's, like, interesting. I, it almost felt, I'll say this, and it'll be sacrilegious. It almost felt like early Marvel movies to me, where, like, they just tried to pack too much in. And so it made the ending super quick and anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how the first Cap felt for me and the first Thor felt. It was like, well, we just got to establish all this. Then we're just going to speed run the ending because, well, we're at the end of the movie and we got to end it. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Like, there was the, the scene in the very beginning where, like, the fire and, like, the the guy, like, fixing the like, pipes down the in the caves and all that. And he, like, Christian was like, hey, we got to make sure it's fireproof. And the guy's like, I, I'm an engineer. You know, he says whatever his job was. I, I was an engineer before this or something. And I'm like, oh, that's going to come back later on in case of something. And it never does. Like, uh, that was the whole thing with the glands thing. When they talked about the glands, I'm like, oh, I bet this is going to be pivotal. Yeah. No, just no. dropping sweet lore. The, like, it's the idea, like, for that split moment we had in the movie of the um like main dragon somehow becoming smart and you know like he knew the americans were coming to attack so he attacked them you know like first and then attacked like where they came from i was pretty confused on that idea like but now you're playing now you're the hunter or you know you're the smart one now like i got you in my plan was to bring you here kill everybody but your two main stars you need to go back and i'm gonna kill everyone <laughs> so that part where he like the dragon attacks the convoy he survives by laying under the truck yeah <laughs> but then like you see like he's laying under the truck and then like the, the under the trucks engulfed in flames <laughs> and then it's just like oh he did a barrel roll to get out of the you know out of the roll and that whole I, thing like so you've been fighting dragons for a long time now. You realize their main weapon is a breathing fire. Why would you be in a convoy line? Like yes, it's terrible. You spread out. <laughs> it's like when we first see when the um, the like what was his name? Ed. Ed is it Eddie? Eddie, the guy that goes wants to go port uh go get tomatoes, and. The dragon attacks them, and then Butler and uh, Bell comes and rescue them. And it's just like they're in water, you know, fireproof material gear, and then all, but they're but they're driving in one line. And it's like we got to back up. We can't. The other car behind us is stalling. It's like what you guys said. Go, you know, side by side. Then you guys should be fine. Also, if you have those fireproof suits, why did you not wear them to go fight the main dragon at the end? Yeah, you don't worry about that. McConaughey has to show off those guns, so and his good. like and his sweet tribal tattoo body. 
So did The Rock base his whole appearance on Matthew McConaughey and Reign of Fire? <laughs> it seems like it, right? <laughs> I can see Aquaman. If you look at Momoa, like his uh, tattoo. Uh, are... uh, first of all, Vinny Chase is Aquaman, so wash your mouth. So why don't uh, you go fuck a fish? Yeah. yeah. Man, what the hell? It's like Spider-Man underwater. Spider-Man talks to spiders? Yeah. Sometimes. Does. Uh, during filming, I, they filmed in Ireland, and during, during filming, Ireland has had its first major outbreak of foot and mouth disease in almost 40 years. <laughs> And it meant the production had to uh, production company needs special permission for locating uh, location filming while taking place in the county Dublin and county of Wicklow in 2001. At the time, the Irish public were being told only to visit only rural areas if it was absolutely vital and were not to make any unnecessary journeys. So COVID. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um. But yeah, they had all that good stuff, so they had to uh, film that. Um, but I don't know. It, this movie was decent. Rick, did you see the uh, one of the little kids in the play? Notice anyone? No, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to the children. Uh, one was Jack Leeson. He was the um, the little shit from Game of Thrones. Damn, that's crazy. Um, and then there was another girl in it that I, I'm like, oh, I know who you are. Um, but I don't know who she, I, I can't, I don't know her real name, but yeah, the uh, character Joffrey, and he was the little boy in Batman Begins. So it was his second role movie with uh, that's what I was looking up. I was like, I, I remember reading something about him. Yeah, he was the yeah, Batman he, Begins. He quit acting. Yeah, because people apparently can't differentiate uh, characters from people. Right. Uh, but yeah, he uh, was in it just for a slight role. We had uh, the mom in the very beginning. I was telling Rick off air because I had, I'm like, this, her face looks really familiar. Alice Cridge. And she was the uh, Borg queen in the Star Trek movies. Which and brings she, me to another weird point. This movie starts off when they go into those tunnels and those workers were drinking Budweiser in yep. England. I'm like, I don't think that's true. I don't think they drink tall boys of Budweiser in England. They, do, they don't. <laughs> but it was pretty awesome how they cooled it down by spraying with the fire extinguisher. I'm like, I oh. gotta I got, I got to try and give that bad boy a try. You, you let me know how that goes, Joe. We have an emergency. I need a fire extinguisher. What's wrong? Is there a fire? No, my beer needs to get cold. I think Mythbusters tested that, and like apparently it doesn't cool it down very quickly. Oh. They huh. said that it's still just a little bit of water and ice helps cool things down quicker than anything. You hate to see it. Um, so I was looking up if I just clicked. I thought I was in trivia, but I was actually in... Uh, errors in this movie and one is that the length of matthew mcconaughey's beard changes frequently throughout the movie uh, that's funny so like Wait, if you what? watch it so if you watch the movie again it'd be like super short and then like the next scene it's in it's like super long again and then short like 
because they they part he probably didn't shave it to keep it the same length. It's just like, all right, we're gonna. Um, it did feel like because at one part there was a scene where it seemed like they were supposed to be in the castle, but like McConaughey was standing in front of like the fields and the food was there, and I was like, wait, didn't that all burn up earlier? Like I the. QA for this movie didn't seem very uh, well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, another factual error was when Van Zan and Alex tell Quinn that the only male dragon, that there's only one male dragon like fish, the females lay their eggs and males make a pass or fertilize them. Yet when Quinn discovers the egg inside the downed dragon, there's an embryo, uh, embryo visible, which should only happen after fertilization. So they can't even get their own shit right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they need to Dr. Wong from Jurassic Park. He would have kept it straight. They always got to get bigger. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it just blows my mind how we've talked about how the dull scenes here is the, like for, for me and Rick, it's the final 20 minutes of the action scene. It's just like, you know, they're hiding from a dragon. It's like, does it know we're here? And then it's like, of course it does. You're shooting a, like uh, flames everywhere to like show that you're here. And like, you're the only three idiots in this town. <laughs> you came to his lair. Um, in this like super large London that apparently we only ever see like two locations of. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's that. And like, I was like so confused because I looked away for like one split second. But it's just like the whole uh, like Christian Bell's hiding and he has like an arrow. And he's like, I can't find crap. Where is it? And then they like, zoom to like zoom to show where it's at, but they never like fully zoom in on the arrow. You just see so much debris and wreckage. You're like, okay, it's around that area. So, okay, that's where we know where it's at. And then McConaughey's big plan is, all right, uh, Alex, just sacrifice yourself and let's hope the dragon doesn't catch you. And then that was kind of his plan the whole time. There was always people who were just bait. It's like, you may or may not die. Because they even do that with the first dragon when they show, like McConaughey's showing off his team and they have like the three people on the bikes dropping the 3D camera work, you know, just... uh, which I thought was, that's kind of cool, right? Like to have like in 2002 of the idea of um, setting up posts and making a 3D camera like this so we can track the guy. But once again, it's sacrificing them, sacrificing the uh, jumpers, the parachute jumpers and the air helicopter. So you send up, what, three, six, you have seven people and like three survive. Yeah. And I'm sorry, are we to believe that the dragon can't fight a helicopter? Is is that what we're is that what we're being told? Yeah. Yeah, like if that was true, why didn't like <laughs> just be just, in the air then? Yeah. It's so bizarre. Like why weren't military planes super effective against them? Like why did why weren't F35s just able to shoot these things down out of the sky then? Yeah, or like it's if, like just shoot at like it. If, I mean, shoot if, flames at it. If the skin is too hard to penetrate with bullets, cool. Then just take two planes and fly a big ass net into yeah. the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> like, but even then, like 
they show that what it was like a spear like he killed the first one with a projectile weapon like you're telling me fucking tomahawk missiles hitting them wouldn't have killed them right nope just just you know jump out be the guinea pig let the helicopter fly out just out of <laughs> out of range and call it good and, and then like so this like donk from london who shoots an arrow accidentally kills the main dragon we can't get like marine snipers to just take these motherfuckers out one at a time like that's their whole job like we literally have tactical nukes that like can be yeah. like hand fired like that's not that's not blowing these things up no this tiny missile and this tiny arrow and if he, he it eats it <laughs> And these him. things are literally like fire incarnate, like heat tracking would work on them. Yep, yep. It's, it was very. Can I say it's two? Can I say it's twenty twenty? So they're idiots. Yeah, apparently. Co- you know what? You know what it is. Ah. COVID got to the to everyone. So in reality, COVID actually hit in this movie. That's why there's so minimum people in this movie. COVID, COVID and dragons. COVID wore us down, and then the dragons took us out. There it is. Maybe dragons caused COVID. Oh my gosh. Not we don't know bats. where it came from. We don't yeah. know where it came from. Exactly. Could have, been, could have been the dragons. Did anyone else think they started the wrong movie in the beginning when it looked like yes. bats came out with yeah. Christian yeah, Bale's like, name? I'm yeah. like, did I start Batman? Batman? Yeah. I, I, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I, I, I left the room to grab because I put my Blu-ray in and I left the room and to grab all my, my shelving that I'm going to start building it, right? And I'm, I'm, I come back and I'm like, why is there bats? And like, is this a trailer that I'm like, did it's it like, autoplay a movie? Something, you know? A did he fall down a well again? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and I clicked on my thing and it was, and instead of saying what movie it was, it said unknown. So I'm like, okay, it's just a sneak peek. So I went back to the menu, played the movie, and I'm like, oh my God, it was the movie the whole time. <laughs> A sneak peek for Batman that hadn't been made yet. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Christian, listen. So good. And then it turned out to be pigeons. I'm like, that was the most bat-looking pigeons I've ever seen. What are we Those doing here? Scary-ass fucking pigeons. Why are they underground? What are we doing? Christian, we saw that movie, Rain of Fire, and as a young child, your 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 character was in a cave full of bats. Those were pigeons. No, no, they were bats. So we're going to reshoot it this time. But you, with you as the adult... How does that sound? All right, let's do it. You know, you're pigeon man. You're pigeon man. <laughs> yeah, I was honestly confused when I came out, grabbed him. I'm like, wait, is this the right movie? Um, like, I didn't, I, I didn't somehow click start Rain of Fire and end up on Batman. Did I? Did yeah. Did Amazon decide that apparently I shouldn't be watching this level of Christian Bale and should instead watch Batman? It's quite possible, but yeah, I. I'm with you too. The fact that when the movie started, I'm like, uh, where are the dragons and why are we not on fire yet? Where's the rain of fire? Uh, but yeah, that was so confusing. And then, you know, I love the fact that, uh, you know, uh, the, you know, the, that the British humor, like, you know, you want a beer? Uh, not only what, you know, I drink when I'm smoking. I'm like, aren't you 12? I mean, that was pretty funny to me. It's like, but yeah, it, 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 that's like the common humor there. I mean, like, if you were in that kind of world, like, I wouldn't like go nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, 
Well, I'm going to tell you, like, you're one of 35 people that are still living on Earth, so drink a beer. Like, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I honestly, and you know, it was that weird, funny thing, the weird thing of you would think when he got sprayed in the eyes with in the, like, as a kid and his eyes were so red, I thought, oh, so his eyes are going to be red for the rest of his life. You know, he's going to be, like, be tarnished with, you know. I thought he was going to be blind. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, no, he just rinsed it out later on and he's fine. Yeah, I felt like he was going to have dragon vision or it's going to help him see the dragon somehow. He was going to have like uh, like thermal imaging or something. Yeah. But no, just another thing they did in the movie that meant nothing. <laughs> it's so not the like mo- this movie should have been like another hour long because there was so much shit they cut out. Yes, that's what it felt like. So... Is the so the dragon that spit in the face of young Christian Bell? That's the main dragon at the end. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought as well. Just wanted to. Well, also make... that's the thing. Like, so these all-powerful dragons can't dig out of a hole. Well, they were hibernating because they needed food, but apparently they just didn't know that there was food ready. I guess is what they were saying. That's the best I got. But at one point, they were like, they burn everything because they just want the ash. Like, they eat ash? Yeah, yeah that's that, all they want. But what then, like, why eating? are they eating humans the whole... I guess maybe they're not eating them. They're just biting them. They're I guess. burning them, and then... But, like, if they just they want tasted... ash, they need ash from, like, other things to live then? Like, they can't just... I, it was weird. They tasted human heat meat and they said hmm that's delicious i want that more than that same old uh ash to them ash is like um you know mashed potatoes or uh but then we see that dragon in the beginning where like it melts a bunch of stuff or it eats like one human and then lets the rest of them get away because it just wants the ash it just created yeah it was very hated it it's like ah what the hell is this i'm a vegan I was also very confused how the dragon fire could apparently like incinerate humans instantly, but like it just singed all the crops. Science. Well, yeah, because you like Gerard Butler gets like burnt alive, but you don't see it. And then when like McConaughey comes to the rescue and opens the door, like there's no sign of, you know, uh, Butler. You know, like he he got fried to ash. <laughs> See what it did there? And then, like in the begin, like when they go to that field, and that one kid like jumps on the super soaker on top of the car, and then gets melted. Like he's just like a little bit of fire, like a little bit of on fire there. Like he's basically gone. What what in that scene of when they're like trying to pick like fruit and tomatoes and whatever, and they're like. They, the one guy starts to notice that there's a dragon coming, and then he runs to the other guy who's like on his knees, and he's like, "Dragon's coming!" And he's like, "Go tell Eddie!" And then like the kid runs off, and the guy's just still on his knees. I'm like, "What are you doing? You think he's a predator? And like you just stand still, and he won't see you?" And then like the dragon shoots fire. He's like, "Oh no!" And runs (laughs) off. It's like, what is happening here? Is yeah. And, like, they had this whole, like, garb to, like, help camouflage them. Why didn't they just all hit the ground and be like, we're not here? Yeah. 
Or get under a truck, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we need we need the fireproof guard and a truck, and then you know we're fine. We're 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 safe. And I I have to say I was laughing laughing so much the scene of when like the um like when Christian Bell's character is notified that the Eddie guy is going to go like go to the get the fruit and like they tell him and he like sprints for like two minutes to this guy's house to tell him no i'm like why is he running for so long because it's the scene of him it's after the scene of him digging so we see him shirtless and all of a sudden it's like eddie's trying to leave so like he has to go get his turtleneck sweatshirt on and just sprints for like two minutes i'm like what is happening here I guess he must be a much better person than me. Cause like when I, if I had been him, I found they were in the field, the dragon sack. And I'm like, huh, sucks to be them. I yeah, fucking told them to go out there. Fuck them. You're dead. I would allow. Yeah. yeah I, 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 cause Bell's the self-proclaimed leader of the little, the, the location that they're at. Mm-hmm. Well, even Gerard Butler was like, if you leave, you're out of this group. And then they go, stable. it's like, what? Uh. You, you didn't follow through on your threat. Yeah. Gotta let the others know who's in charge, Bell. My assumption yeah. is the fact that it's just the more of the they need all the manpower possible they need for whenever a dragon. But shows. not more. I was like, I was an idiot. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I I like I I thought it was a, a a weird choice and a cool choice, to be honest. The idea of that like the hawk is the notif- notifier of like, oh yep, a dragon's coming. But the one bad thing about it is they have the the guy that sends the, the alarm. So it's like, the, right? But it's that every time. So how does Bell know the difference when the dragon's coming and then when uh, McConaughey is like gathering the men to go on the raid? And it's just like, how does he know the difference? He just knows. Well, I think it was Morse code. Oh, well, that, okay. It's the only thing I could go on is that it was saying something different. Yeah. Is how he knew it was a dragon or it was Marauders. But like yeah. even then, it was a stretch because it didn't really sound all that different when it was. It happening. didn't. I was like, it's the yeah. same. It's the same. Do 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 noise. Do 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 do. Boop. <laughs> but I'm Christian Bale. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Uh, uh, the guy that stays at the radio the whole time that gets burned away when the dragon shows the first time. He plays Raz Al Ghul in the Gotham show. So there's a, uh, there's a his more famous role to me is as Dr. Bashir from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Because I love Star Trek and am a huge nerd. Nerd. <laughs> nerd. Um, in this movie, the film uh, says has an alternative history that says that the dinosaurs were killed by dragons, not by the asteroid. Yeah, apparently, like it completely scorched the earth, even though, like, if that was true, because technically humans and dinosaurs did overlap for like the smallest point, it would yeah. mean humans were gone. Yep. And then it also said uh, once the dragon scorched the earth, that's what led to the ice age not apparently the comet exploding atmosphere uh soil into the atmosphere to block the sun's rays yeah which again makes no like 
how would them scorching the earth create an ice age? Yeah, like it, it wouldn't. The sun could still show the ground. It's fine. <laughs> Granted, I mean, it probably fits right along with people who don't believe in climate change. So, yeah, I'm sure Kyrie believes this movie. He's probably fact. It's a documentary to Kyrie. Yeah. Um, despite be- <laughs> Joe Rogan uh, just like I'm just asking questions, but was it dragons who created the who stopped dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. I'm just an idiot. It's bro science. I think I think we should send him like the information, like saying that it was dinosaurs, and he'll probably believe it. Put a graph up and everything, radiation levels, all that stuff that we need to make it look like a. Uh, dragon really killed the dinosaurs and he'll, he'll probably take it to the bank and look i'm not saying you can that getting the vaccine is bad i'm just saying to shove a fist up your ass and you'll be fine that's all i'm it's what i did and i was fine yep i had two fists up there at one time and then i was eating doing horse uh, medicine the tranquilizer from the horse that saved my life <laughs> Oh, I also got like actual drugs that helped me. Ignore that part. Ignore that part. But the, that horse and that fisting, it helped. Um, I just gonna put the horse. The, that too, you know. It was, uh, I went to my doctor and he said, "You know what you gotta do? Fist a horse." God, did you know that we probably could start that and make people do stuff like that? Because oh, that's yeah. how dumb people online are. Oh yeah. I'm just tell Alex Jones, so he'll run with it. Oh yeah. Um, despite being uh, top billing, McConaughey doesn't show up till thirty minutes into the movie. God, and it's uh, like it's such an entrance, and it seems like such an entrance even now. Because like watching it now, it's Matthew McConaughey, like this world-renowned actor who's done amazing things. But like, think about it then. Like, this is a dude who like is from Dazed and Confused and has done a couple rom coms, and he's like just showing up like this insane person. It's so weird. Where, where, where is he? Where's the dragon? Was that tank made by Lincoln? That's really the only question that I had. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. If you want to be killing some dragons, all you gotta be doing is driving my Lincoln tank. Well. But why does he come out of it so, like, he looks so constipated? Uh, he looks wet. Like, he just dumped water on like he's triple A. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. When, when you're in your Lincoln truck, man, a tank, you got to drown yourself in water and then come out spitting, you know, that water out. Granted, tanks don't really have, like, well-working air conditioning systems, so it's probably pretty hot in there. Yeah, maybe. But like he just comes out and he's like, Oof, like so bloated. Like it looked like he was holding his breath for like 30 seconds underneath. Like, all right, here we go. Big entrance. Maybe somebody <gasps> farted. That's probably it. That's probably it. Um, Crack a window. I mean, it's also like <laughs> Shoot probably a not missile. a lot of working, uh, working plumbing. Everyone probably smells terrible. Oh, I'm sure it's, it's horrific. Yeah. Uh, when the production team first began scouting for the Irish locations, it was announced that Arnold Schwarzenegger would be starring in this movie. Gross. That's amazing. Get down here, you dragon, you son of a bitch. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. I like the fact he's like, we don't fly here because we don't have anything. And then like the very next thing is like a helicopter shows up. It's like, you don't fucking say. Huh. 
get to the chopper and get down if you want to, you son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, this movie, even though I'm ragging on it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. it oh, to I, me, I love it. It's a great movie. To me, this is like kind of up there, like with like you know Geo Storm, um, like that cheesy bad end of the world type movie. But this one has dragons instead. I mean, there's a part of me that kind of wishes this had been a series that we'd done more of a setup for this movie to like lead into like yeah. some great action movie in the future. But we do. They they did leave it on a cliffhanger for <laughs> for a sequel. You know, when they uh, are uh, setting up the, uh, like, antennas and stuff, and they're like, the French are calling, but they speak French. And then Bale's like, just get wine out of them. You know, just talk to them. That's what we want from them. Just get, let's get wasted. I mean, it was back at the time where uh, France were pussies. So. <sighs> uh, I will say in 2002, there was a Reign of Fire video game. I bet that was great. Oh, there's two campaigns. There's a human campaign, and you're the dragon. Oh, the dragon? Fuck yeah! Yeah. Um. Wait. On. So how do you wait? How do you win? You so right, kill so everything. The, so where you hibernate? Like you win by so, going to sleep. So you you play it. So I have the both campaigns here details. So in the human phase, you are uh, playing the role of the kid, a new recruit in Denton Van Zandt's group. So you follow McConaughey's group to London. And uh, I think the kid plays the role of the uh, of Christian Bell. And then in the game, you're a dragon. So... Uh, you have to kill the people that are coming after you. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, you play the alternate verse of instead of getting killed or killing the dragon, you got to kill them. So, um, yeah, it came out for Xbox, GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Game Boy Advance. Um, Game Boy Advance, damn. Well, there's no reviews for it, so I can't tell you how people thought of the movie, how they thought of the game. But um, it did it did win an award for best of visual effects for uh, the festival des uh, des Cine des Stegas. Yeah. Um, oh, there was a oh man, there was a sequel. There was going to be. There was going to be, or there was. There was, but it got canceled. Bummer. Were they going to discover that there was actually multiple male dragons and that Matthew McConaughey was full of shit? Maybe. but Because they, they asked Christian Bell if there was a sequel to it, and he said possible, possibly. Um, um, so they, he brought up how they position, positioned the movie to take place to have the other kid, the, the stepson, be the new... You know, king in the mountain, but they, uh, nope, didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't, hmm. I don't know. I wanted a sequel. Give me a sequel. Damn it. 
Well, what did you guys think of the 2002 visual uh, effects of this movie? It's 2002. It's better than some of the shit that I see today. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, like clearly not great, but there's plenty of things I see nowadays where they half-ass it, and it's just like, at least some of this looked like it worked. I will tell you, all of the CGI in this movie is better than all of the CGI in Moonfall. I don't care what you say. I'm going to go see that movie, and I'm going to hate, love it. You're going to regret it. You're fucking going to regret it. Uh, I my I think these effects are better than uh, I don't know if any of you have seen uh, R.I.P.D. Yes, I've I never yeah. full watched it. It was just on in the background, like some kids were watching it at a house I was at, and yeah. Whew. Yeah, that I saw was this a- preview. I saw that I was in the break room, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what? So I found ratings for the video game. Oh, okay. Something called Game Fabric. Gave it nine out of ten. Hell yeah! But that seems fake. So Metacritic gave it fifty four percent, which probably seems more accurate. <laughs> that sounds about right. That fifty four percent is pro dragon. <laughs> oh jeez, but um, that is. I don't know. These are one. Of the, uh, I have a review by one. Uh, I. Hey, Rick, you know how hard it was for me to look up a Roger Ebert review here? Uh, probably not very hard. It's not, because it's on Wikipedia. Um, it's almost like spending more than two minutes before we record makes it easier to find things. Yeah, don't say. Um, Robert e- uh, Roger Ebert uh, laminated the film as a vast enterprise marshal uh, in the service of such a minute idea adding that the movie makes no sense on its own terms, let alone ours. It is such a grim and dreamy enterprise. One praise for a flower or uh, one praise for a flower or a ray of sunshine as those gaudy warriors clamor into the cellars over the slag heaps. What? He didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> that, there, that's what the, uh, that's what the premise is going. What he's trying to say and all that. He hated it. I uh, I thought the movie made sense. I mean, I'd have liked it, but like, it wasn't confusing. Like, there was yeah. like lore aspects that didn't make sense, but like overall, the movie made sense. Well, come on, the uh, dinosaurs got laid out by the dragons. There's that. So that's r- well, that's real. Just, that's lore. just science. That's just fact. Science now. Yeah. Yeah. So for now on, if uh, you know, for now on, when I say the dinosaurs taken up by dragons, to say go watch Rain of Fire. Accurate. That's what I get out of it, you know. Um, you guys want to take a guess what the budget was for this movie? CG in 2022. I'm gonna guess at least 35 million. I'm gonna go 50 million. 60 million. Oh, I got holy it. shit! So much my, of that had to be the CG. My goal, my guess was going to be 60, and I lowered it. Uh, I always go with your gut. Always go with the gut. Um, so the box office here domestically in the states, it got 43 million, internationally, right. only 39 million. So, worldwide, it only got 82 million dollars. Probably money. why we didn't get a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how much. I wonder. So, that thing of like we talked about it on the uh, Beverly Hills Cop 
breakdown about how like Eddie Murphy's budget was like five, four, like two million the first one, then I like, got to like four and then eight as each movie, you know, doubled. So it's just like, okay, so McConaughey here, he probably got at least 10 or something. Well, I gotta um, remember, this isn't like this full Christian Bale and McConaughey yet. So they yeah, probably no, didn't get that much. Well, no, I'll, I'll just say at least, I would say between five and 10 for McConaughey, and then at least two to five for Bale. Like, I know this ain't Bell's, like, we're not peak Bell yet. So, uh, let's go to the box office for July 12th through the 14th of 2002. This was a summer blockbuster? Yes, it was. Oh, God. So, um, all right, let's go to number 10, coming in its fifth week with 5 million. That, that's number 10 at 5 million. So, it's crazy to go to box office and it's like, Coming in at 300,000 at number 10. But number 10 is The Born Identity. Hell yeah. Man, I wanted to like the movie so much. I Me hate too. it. I absolutely hate it. I like yeah. the first one. The sequels are the ones that kind of like go off pretty quick. Because I love those kind of movies. I love the people in that movie, and I just fucking hate the movie. Yeah. Um, coming in at number nine in its fourth week with 7.2 million minor- minority report. See, that's a movie I don't really like. Yeah. Coming in number eight, uh, eight in its second week with 7.8 million, Like Mike. Oh, oh God. Jesus. I'm three for three so far. I'm seeing all the movies. Well, I've uh, seen them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven in its fourth week with 8 million, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've not seen that one. It, was, it, was a, it wasn't for me. I was, uh... Yeah. I would say it's an above mid Disney movie, but it's definitely not like a top tier Disney yeah. movie. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, number six in its first week with nine million, Crocodile Hunter Collision Course. What? I don't think I know that one. <laughs> yeah, it's another crocodile. I. I yeah, I see that. I, I've never. I. I was thinking to myself, is that the one where he goes to L.A.? But I'm like, no, that's Crocodile Hunter uh, when he goes oh, to L.A. So actually, Steve Irwin had a movie made. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Steve Irwin did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the Crocodile Dundee. adventure Dundee's. comedy. Who else is in that movie? No, hold on. We got to pause it right here. Who else is in that movie? I got no one right we would know. Um, yeah, I got no one here. His wife's in it. And... Jesus Christ. Hang on. It made $8 million, $9 million. Uh, yeah, I got nine overall. It made $33 million. Christ, It made $33 million with a bot, bot budget of 12 Collision oh. course follows Steve and Terry, who attempt to save a crocodile from poachers, not knowing that the two men are actually American CIA, CIA agents who are after them because the crocodile in the Irwin's possession has accidentally swallowed important satellite tracking people. <laughs> Mother of God. Oh, well, coming up next on the... the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Listen, just this is the first paragraph from the plot. In outer space, a United States-owned satellite blows up, and one of the last remaining pieces, a beacon, is set hurtling towards Earth where it lands in Australia, only to be swallowed by a crocodile. Back at the CIA, two agents reveal that in the wrong hands, the beacon can change the axis of power in the world. So they send two agents 
down to Australia to retrieve the beacon. I, I'm just going to say, guys, I'm not picking it, but it is on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I just saw that, too. I was just clicked on it. I was like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. That'll be a first. Good night, oh, mate. Holy shit. <laughs> like, I slightly remember the, the – I feel like I've seen the trailer for it, too. Oh, God, that's terrible. Hey, they – um anyways <laughs> anyways uh that was number six at number five coming in its third week with 10 million mr deeds yeah i just watched that movie like a week ago oh yeah not uh, one of coming... my favorite uh uh sandler sandler, sandler uh coming in at number four in its first week with 12 million dollars halloween resurrection hmm Well, bold move by putting it in July. Yeah, I was yes. like, wait a second. A summer Halloween release? Weird. You know, I want to, it's really nice outside. I want to go inside and watch people get fucking slaughtered <laughs> at Halloween time. Hey, I got an idea. You know, the Halloween franchise that you like and you're all scary. Let's switch, let's move it up uh, three months and, you know. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> Yeah, a week after the 4th of July, Halloween Resurrection comes out. It's like, yeah, I got an idea. That's that's a call. Which I believe you can listen to back on the queue. I feel like we did that. I know I we did a Halloween did. I think movie. you did. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait to do it for fake movie experts, so that'd be fun. We got to figure out how to break down the uh, like 12 movie franchise for that. So, Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, coming in at number three in its first week with $15 million. Rain of Fire. Damn. Hell yeah. So that means coming in number two in its first week with 22 million, Road to Perdition. Okay. And then coming in at number one in its second week with 24 million, Men in Black 2. There it is. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go to the That's- ratings. Quite the list of movies, by the way. Holy oh, yeah. shit! I've, I've seen, seen most of them. I've seen seven out of the ten. So now we just I'm need a... to watch the Steve Irwin movie. Yeah, that, that'd make it eight. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the perfect ten, like the perfect. Uh, you know, I've seen all ten in the box office. Yep. I don't know if that will ever happen, oh, but when the... I'm trying it right now in real life, so there it is. I mean, to be fair, there's like, is there even 10 movies out? Well, I've been to a movie six in the last seven weeks. So Nice. So I'm, trying. There. He's, I'm trying. He's trying, but no one else is to help him out make it the perfect 10. Hey, we're helping him tonight. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying uh, no one else is in the world <laughs> to keep, you know, like jackass forever in the box office or. Uh, is that uh, still not- out? Yes, it is. Yeah. What a great time. That movie is so good. Just never been the biggest jackass person. Oh, it's it might be the best movie of all of them. I don't. I. I, I <laughs> no, it's fun. Go see it. I know. I need to see it. I know, but but I can give you the ratings for Rain of Fire. IMDb gives us a six point two out of ten. Uh, Ron Tomato gives all critics gives this a 42 top critics, a 47 and uh, audience, a 49. 
Um, we're not breaking down any, uh, you know, any best this, best that, since it's just a one movie. Best uh, dragon. <laughs> best dragon. The one that gets eaten. Um, but we're, we're, but we're going to continue glazing some stuff. So Rick, let's glaze some stars. Rawr! Glaze. That, that's dragon for, uh, star glazing. Rick, Oddly enough, you... the dragon word for glaze is just glaze. That's yeah. weird. It's like French. It's weird. It's the same in all languages. It's uh, glaze, a glaze, and more glaze, brother. All right, so what do you guys give it? Uh, I'm going to settle on three and a quarter. Like like we said, the like beginning of it where we're actually just like dealing with the human fallout of this situation happening is very good. And then the last, like, third, the third act is just, like, not good. It's just not good. So I go three and a quarter. Moobal? Uh, I agree with that recap of it. Uh, I didn't, I, won't, I didn't like it, but I did laugh out loud in some parts, not necessarily because the movie was trying to be funny, but just because of the absurdity of some of the scenes. But I'm going to go... So it's, it's higher than I thought I was going to give it since we've been talking about it. I'm going to go two and a quarter. What was your uh, star rating going in? Uh, a, a one, maybe. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're glad we talked you up. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a three and a quarter as well. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like, Rain of Fire can... It, can is and can be one of those movies for me that if it's on in the background i'll have it on like i'll put it on and see what scene they're at if it's on like sci-fi or something but uh yeah three and a quarter for me that brings rain of fire in at 2.9 making it the second highest fake movie experts q edition movie oh nice what was one Number one is not another teen movie at three point seven, which is there just is. like a like a high rated movie, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Fake movie experts <laughs> holding the bottom spot, as I think it always will, will always be Max Payne. I mean, yeah. At a quarter star for God. that movie. Holy shit, dude! Good God, that was that was a doozy, and I'm glad it suffers in hell. I'm glad we did it. It was so fun to talk about it. I never yeah. even want to think about like I don't even remember that movie. I've blocked it out of my head so much. With, with, so with, with how my brain works, I remember almost all of it. If you bring it up, it's just like it's flashing <laughs> in my head right now. I'm just like, hey, what are you doing? Stop. I'm a cop. I'm Max Payne. Stop. So, Mr. Booble, you yeah. get to pick next week's q edition so yep, what yep. are you going to put us through i'm not going to say i'm not going to say i'm putting it us through joe i'm putting you through something uh-oh 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 Longtime fans of nostellentertainment.com will know about this movie because you could find it on amazon prime i am making joe watch the big sick <laughs> oh no bitch <laughs> You son of I a I am bitch. making you watch That's it. That's not a bad movie, though. Damn That's right not. it's not. I'm making you watch it. I said, God, no, God. 
Damn it's it. a rom-com and you hate them. I'm making you watch it. I do love uh, I do love a good rom-com. You got Kumail Nanjiani in it. It's fucking great. You fucking son dope. of a bitch. This is this, you know, this is not how the podcast works. This is just not Josh working next week, baby. <laughs> Like, I guess technically it's a bad film because Joe hates it, so it works. I've never seen it, and I don't care. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. Well, get ready for Female Ghostbusters Part 2. We're going to rewatch that in two weeks. You get ready. No, no. Like that no movie. I, will. I like that movie. What's up? I like that movie. Bring it, Doug. Of course you do. God, I got to find a Star Wars movie or something that he hates. and uh. It's not a bad movie. I'll, you know, I'm gonna watch. You know, I'm not even gonna watch it. I'll have Zen uh, Cliff Note me and all that stuff, and I'll just watch Crocodile uh, Hunter Collision Course instead. This is probably going to be easily the highest rated Rotten Tomato movie we've ever watched. Is accurate. <laughs> well, how high was Endgame? That was probably pretty up there. Well, that's different. That's different. You son of a. Oh my god! I'm gonna watch it on Amazon Prime. You know, I own it. I'm gonna watch it on Prime. No, I'm gonna spite that. I will watch it on the Blu-ray. Watch the yeah, Blu-ray. that way it doesn't get the <laughs> get the bump. Yeah, I'll watch it on Blu-ray, and then I'm gonna deduct points because it made me get up and uh put it in the disc. <laughs> I hope the disc doesn't work. You have to watch it on Amazon. Technically, Big Sick is one percentage higher than Endgame on Rotten Tomato. <laughs> yeah! Suck it, Joe. Well, next week here on Fake Movie Experts, the Q edition, Mike picked the Big Sick, which you can find on Amazon. And he's going to suffer when I find my movie in like a couple weeks. I, I didn't know we suffer. could pick good movies. Well, we're not supposed to. But you know, this guy's out for pain. Yep. Max Payne. I feel Fair. like you guys got to get on my level because my pick so far has been Ready Player One, a 1.2, Max Payne, a quarter star, and now Reign of Fire, which actually did okay at 2.9. I try to find bad movies. So uh, I make find me feel bad. Because don't feel bad. It makes it awesome. Don't worry. I got some uh, Birdemic movies or uh, The Room. Oh. I don't know no. yet. We're, don't yeah, make but, me do it. Yeah. Way uh, to go. Way to go, Google. I thought no, if we do it here, I, then I don't have to watch like the weird sequel movies that are a part of it. There it we're, is. We're, we would have to do Birdemic. There, there's a third one coming out. God, so next it. week here, we're doing the big sick, which you can find on uh, Amazon. You can find all of us at nocellentainment.com. That's right, nocellentainment.com, where you can also uh, listen to. Uh, what I do when I'm pissed off listening to us on Spotify. That's right. We're on Spotify. Um, big sick on Amazon. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to a podcast. I don't know anything about this movie. I have no outro. So like, you know, dragons. <laughs>